Hey, everybody. A little bit of a different podcast today. Um, Melody and I jumped on uh, Facebook Live Monday night and uh, recorded uh, some of our thoughts and our struggles from uh, facing our first pandemic together and what's happening as the walls of our house begin to close in and the challenges that that even creates with our marriage. So I uh, just want to give you that heads up as you hear us talking about the online edition of what we were doing and uh, give you that context as you listen to today's episode. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, welcome to the Together for Good podcast, your guide into the real and inspired marriage and life adventure that you never knew was possible. I'm Meredith Osterhouse, the daughter of your hosts, Dan and Melody Griffin. Mom and Dad's teaching, stories, and experiences with lots of laughing mixed in will move you to make your marriage last, all while making a difference in the world around you. Are you ready? Here we go. Wow, that did not go like it was supposed to. But you know what? We are together, people. <laughs> for good or for bad. We're together for-, for good. And we're going to give some of our friends a chance to, to get on. Let us know if you're here. Um, help me spread the word, if you will. I'm messaging some of our friends right now just to let everybody know where it is that, that we are. Hmm. Um, Hi, Bridget. Thank you for finding us. <laughs> Hi, Robin. Hey, Chuck, you are the man. Somehow we managed to violate YouTube's terms and conditions without I, even trying. I wasn't on there long enough to say anything offen- offensive. Y'all. I didn't, I didn't think. What in the world? I don't know, but we're going to wait and let a few of our friends get on. I'm uh, messaging some of you right now to let you know where we are. Um. But yeah, it's okay. That just means we're supposed to do this tonight. Yeah. So uh, if you guys would go to your social media pages and let people know that we changed our venue, you might even um, be able to share what we're doing right now. You might be you there. Can. Might be a share I have button. No idea. We are so, Krista Gibson and Grace Martin. Thank y'all so much for joining us. If nothing else, we are thrilled to see you because we're social distanced. Yeah, and that's the truth. Dan's doing something to our camera, so it's this not is, you, it's us. It, it's not me, it's you. Really. It's not me, it's you. Okay, we'll and just go with that. It's all you. <laughs> I keep trying to make it better. Hey, Leslie Dellinger. Hi. Hi, uh, Lindsay Farrar. Hey, yeah. everybody. Violators is right. Okay. Violators. <laughs> um, so, this all came about. Okay. Called, okay, go ahead and tell yeah, the okay, story. So Why we're doing this tonight. I'll so, tell you it's back. So, this will probably feel familiar to you guys but from people who are my hair looks great it does look (laughs) it really doesn't from people who have a podcast and who really 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 care about their marriage and really really have spent 30 years doing it a lot the wrong way finally figuring out some of the right way to do things we no. totally failed the coronavirus <laughs> test of quarantine. So I'll take you back. Last week was just getting progressively worse oh as gosh. far as the stress level in our home. Brutal. Duh, I'm sure you guys all relate to that. But the funny thing is the elephant just kept eating Pop-Tarts and getting bigger and bigger, the elephant in the room. and <laughs> eating Pop-Tarts. Okay, I'm living vicariously uh, with this okay. elephant. I right. love Pop-Tarts. I can't have them right now on Weight Watchers. Keep going. It's a whole nother podcast. 
So the elephant just kept getting bigger and bigger in the room, and we didn't talk about the elephant. I'm not even sure either of us were aware of no. the elephant enough. Not even close. I'm, I'm so I'm so ashamed for someone who teaches emotional intelligence right. and, and the power of of self awareness. Yeah, it was just epic fail. But keep going. So looking back, what I know now is that as I got more stressed, I regressed into my unhealthy coping mechanisms. As he got more stressed, he regressed into his mm-hmm. unhealthy coping mechanisms, and we each were mad at each other for it. And and you should know our. Are unhealthy coping mechanisms for me. Pop tarts. No, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's, no. That can be one. Um, <laughs> Melody, her escape is to go and sleep. That's kind of surprise y'all because I'm kind of high that energy, kind of chipper, kind of. And so she she'll try to hide. For me, I will start trying to control things and I'll start trying to nail something down. I, and but I was becoming less and less successful with that. I was going to say likable, less and less likable. Well, and you too. <laughs> I know. I deserve that. I mean, she was just completely checking out. And, you know, so she so, was hiding from me and from other people in the house. And- so what I noticed was with Dan, he was correcting all of my problems. Um, he was graciously and generous, not graciously, generously telling me um, what needed to be done. And by needed to be done, it needed to be done immediately. Like, why aren't you doing anything about this? Do this. And the more he was aggressive and the more he was dominant, the more I was going back yeah. and retreating to my covers and just wanting to hide. And so this it, was, and this was spiraling. It was escalating. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday night. So Sunday night, we, we were both just, we, the funny thing is we weren't yelling. No, we weren't, no, no, no. It was just a, a general realization with the both of us. We were just sitting in the chairs looking at each other like, this is not fun. Like, I, what is wrong? What is off. wrong with me? We are so off. Yeah, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with us? I just, I'm, I'm grumpy and grouchy, and I don't like this. And what's wrong with me? So, so we both took a few minutes to tell the truth about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We started with saying, "I'm not okay." Yep. I, I'm not okay. And instead of being defensive with Dan, that he was noticing some tendencies in me that aren't my best side. Um, He was wanting to give me grace. And I noticed that he was reverting to a lot of eye rolling with me, which be honest in comments when you are um, not okay. Tara says, yes, somebody is loving that love button. Um, When you are not okay, what is your default that is really a, a negative place right. for Melody sleep for right. Dan? I get controlling and, and just short. I get short. Um, I rolling. I ask yeah. you to do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, mom. Needed, Nothing is okay. Mom needed Nothing's help getting right. out of the car and you are so patient with mom and you, and yep. you just, you, you do things before I ask with her. And I knew we weren't okay. When I said, Hey, can you help mom get up the steps? And you were like, I was like, I know you did not just roll your eyes. So, yeah. I, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> so, so we told the truth about ourselves, we, which was important because we tend to, I tend to, not we, I tend to lie to myself about, well, I'm good. You're the one with the problem. So the fact that I was able to say, I'm not okay. You said, I'm not okay. That disarmed me. And I said, I'm not okay. That disarmed you. I think this was one of the first time where I let out and I said, I am not okay. You really did. I am not okay. And then 
we started thinking about, well, no, duh. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a national pandemic. We have taken the whole social distancing thing legit because we live in the definition of a high risk household, uh, 91 year old mother-in-law for me, mom for Melody, um, special needs, young adult kids. Um, so we've been pretty, pretty strict with that. Melody with, with challenges of things that she's got to do at work. Me with challenges of how am I going to do some of the new ventures that I'm involved with during this kind of a climate where basically the entire U S economy has been shut down and we're just like, well, duh, right. no wonder. Hey, Matt, good to see you. Um, yeah, so one of the things that has been revolutionary for us in counseling years ago, we mm-hmm. had a counselor that would say, of course, mm-hmm. we would say things like they were some big revolution, uh, just a revolutionary thought, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, I really should tell you, blah, blah. And they'd be like, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and they said, learn to say, of course. Mm-hmm. So we learned to say, we're not okay. We're not doing well. Of course. Well, of course. And that took so much pressure off. It took the shame. It took a lot of the air out of the balloon. Yeah, it took a lot of the shame that. out. So anyway, that was our Sunday night thing. And that so was, gonna, and it's been better since then. Oh, it's been I mean, 24 hours, hours, y'all. It's been a so long 24 hours. Here's, here, you know, my guess is we're not the only ones. I know that a lot of perfect people right now are watching the video. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome. But um, Teach us your ways. We know. <laughs> yeah we're not the only ones that have been struggling. You're struggling. The house is now full of your kids. Some of you got kids that have come home from college. Some of you are socially deprived. You got all this stuff going on. So I came across a quote with some other things that I'm doing. You're going to love my audio visuals. Listen, this is legit. Everybody. So this is the copyright. Maybe we violate no, this. Cause I'm giving credit <laughs> full credit. So, um, so here's, Michael Porter, who is who's known for something he created called the five forces in business. Competitive advantage emerges from pressure, challenge, and adversity, rarely from an easy life. And here's the fact. Your marriage doesn't get great in times of ease. Your marriage gets great in times of difficulty. So I'm watching some people literally freaking out because they're worried that their kids are going to become socially inept because they can't have social interaction with their friends right now. And I want to say, what the what? What's wrong with you people? Um, what are we doing? But some of them. Yeah. So we got to, we got to embrace some, some difficulty and this is hard. Let's just be honest. It's about a it. perspective shift. Yeah. It's a paradigm yeah. shift. Um, so one of the challenges that happens when you, when you get into adversity, is you can step into what's called learned helplessness. So what is learned helplessness? Learned helplessness is a condition in which, there you go, a person suffers from a sense of powerlessness. Anybody feeling powerless right now? Where are you out there? Let me see you. Anybody? Yeah, okay. Um, Arising from a traumatic event or persistent failure to succeed. Now, this is... This is a psychological, psychi- psychiatric term. We're not dealing with psychiatric, psychiatric mental illness today, okay? But we are all psychological beings. Can we embrace that? And here's what happens as a result of learned helplessness. Number one, 
anxiety. Number two, depression. And I'm not talking about clinical right now. I'm talking about just situational. And then finally, my favorite, because this is the one I am, you just get grumpy. Y'all. Stop it. Y'all. Just stop it. That's not nice. It's a spiritual gift, honey. It's nice. It's great. So, no, seriously, I, I've been grumpy too. And when Melody gets grumpy, somebody better go hide under the bed. <laughs> Dan noticed that uh, I was giving him one word answers. Um, what was your first clue? Something might be wrong. If Melody is giving one or two word answers, it's crazy. Something bad. So, so, how do you get out of the whole learned helplessness? Yeah. There's five steps. This and, and by the way, these are coming from Henry Cloud. And I'm also saying so, this with uh, this. There's no sarcasm here. It is awesome to be married to a life coach, to a coach in general. You do this in the you do this in the executive world. Yeah, yeah. But the, um, you, you can't have a great business when you're emotionally and personally not well. So um, that said. We're, um, we're going to look at what are five steps that you can do to get out of your learned helplessness. You ready? Number one, create connection. And some of us are saying like, whoa, hard stop. How do we do that right now in a world of social distancing? Um, connection has more to do than just physical presence. So what are some things, Melody, that we have been doing intentionally over the last 48 hours to create connection with me and you? Mm. Well, it started Sunday night again yeah. when we when we said, "Okay, enough is enough," and we yep. talked about the elephant that was eating the pot tarts. And then, um, so admitting you have a problem is definitely the first step. Um, and then, uh, you, what do you think we've been doing? Well, differently? I, I think first of all, by by naming it and being vulnerable, that created connection. Absolutely. Because we were I felt just, safe with you. We were just being honest with we each other. We weren't enemies anymore. So create that connection with your spouse. It's critically important. Um, secondly, I'm getting my audio visual right. Once you've created connection, then how do we regain control? Kind of like we regained control of this live broadcast that we're doing. By the way. Sometimes you have to unplug it. That had to be the worst launch in the history of all mankind with, when we started wait. trying to do this on YouTube. And then, I, I mean, I, anyway. Um, you think it's recorded somewhere? It's probably recorded somewhere. It's, <laughs> Chuck Felkel has it in his mind's eye. <laughs> By uh, the way, hey, Margie. Hey, Marianne. I know there's others I haven't said hi to. Uh, oh, my sister Trish is here. Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Oh, goodness. There's too many to mention. Hi, Joey. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, Haley. Uh, hey, Kelly. Paula oh, Campbell. hey, Paula. Beautiful. We appreciate you guys joining us. So how Thank do you, you how do you regain control? Um, We're talking ins- about learned helplessness. That's right. So we regain control by creating a list. What are the things we can control? <laughs> and what, and what I are can the, control the camera shot. You can control this piece of paper. I can. What can we control? What can we not control? Yep. And. Here are the things. I, it took me about two seconds to come up with a list of what I can't control. I cannot control COVID nineteen. Right. I can't control that school's out. Oh, can we stop for a word of prayer? That work that work is out. I can't control the social starvation. I can't control the freaking media. I can't control the fact that there's no toilet paper or red meat and dumb memes <laughs> are just taking over in t- social media. 
right? And by the way, I really am mad about, would you folks stop taking all the red meat? And it's just not, You're not necessary. Mad about paper, you just mad about the red I'm more, meat? I'm more upset about the red meat, if you want to know the truth. This is very telling. Well, we, there are options. Um, Terrence, I know it took, they took it down. I don't know what's the, what's the, what's the deal with that? I know. Crazy. But anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for liking the visuals. Lindsay, Lindsay likes our visuals. So what are the things that you can control? And right now, one of them is bleeding through. Kindness. I can control how you like my correction there. I can control whether or not I'm going to be kind. I can control whether or not I'm going to be vulnerable. I do not like vulnerability. Can I get a witness? I, I don't. I don't like telling Melody that I don't feel okay. I don't like telling her that I'm afraid. It's probably not the right word, but that I'm uh, uneasy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just some anxiety, right? There is a lot of unknown. Yeah. Right and, and, and I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Right. Yeah. For, for everybody. Right. There's a lot of you out there. Um, so I can control telling the truth to Melody. I mm-hmm. can control our togetherness that, and then what, what we mean by that, we were talking about this. One of the things that's really been helpful for us is when we acknowledge the reality that we can, um, we handle this a whole lot better together than mm. we ever would, you know, on our own. The memes are what keep Krista going. Listen. It tells you all you need to know. Krista Gibson, that meme of the haircut person that, yeah, that was, that the was poodle. the best. No, that one was dogger. funny too, but I, I don't think I've shown you the one that was Krista's favorite. Well, and then my favorite was the big gather wall hanging this is gather all right karen take it down it's legal yeah that's my favorite so we we've just committed to the fact (laughs) (laughs) that we can that we're going to be able to handle this a whole lot better together than we ever could apart and and so stop finding each other stop it's just not helpful um i can control grace Mm -hmm. if there's ever been a time that we need grace for for the people that are in our small circles, it's now. Because let's just be honest, this could go on for a little while. Y'all okay with that? That's just a fact. And and I'm not doing anything predictive. I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't know. Um, I pray we come up with a vaccine tomorrow and a miracle cure and we're done with it. But even so, I can carry every one of these can control things on beyond COVID-19. Let's park on the kindness and the grace for a second. Let's put some, some words to it. Let, let's put a scenario to it. Um, let me back up to when you rolled the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I hurt my, it hurts my feelings when mm-hmm. you do that. But instead of getting mad at you um, and huffing and puffing, and then you asking me, are we okay? And I'm like, yes, we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. I'm fine. Why would why would you think I'm not fine? So to rewind to those oh, moments, Jesus. a way that well, that's a good answer right there. But a way to show grace would be to ask a question. I want to give you guys a question to ask each other. Dan asks this of me, and I want to ask it of him as well to say, "How can I bless you right now? How can I be there for you right now?" Um, you do that with me. How can I best help you? And that disarms me because I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. There must be a problem. Let me back up. 
And then it also causes me to think, what what could he do right now? What what could make things better? Here here's the here's the challenge. And you guys tell me if you disagree. You can go into chat and tell me. The problem is we don't talk about it. See, for seven freaking days, we lived with this constant state of um tension. And and really just kind of put up with it until we finally were willing to say, okay, what is going on here? And let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. We don't, we, we, you know, denial is more than just a river in Egypt. How do we make sure that we lean into those things so that we can overcome that so that we can, so we can get control. Absolutely. Last one. Uh, red meat. Um, <laughs> ask for help. Something I can control is asking for help. Melody, I'm not okay. Um, Melody, um, there are some times that Abby just is like this with Melody. You mean like all uh, day today? Like all day today. And and it's like, would you please just take her somewhere for 10 minutes so that I can breathe? It's almost like um, preschool moms out there. I just want to go to the bathroom by myself <laughs> once today. So that's that's something to... Yeah. And, and also asking for help. Um, there is help, even though you're quarantined in your home, there is help online. There are counselors there. There is help, help. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so much talking about the clinical side right now. If, if that's necessary, of course, I'm just talking about how we deal with our situational Absolutely. situation. But reach out to somebody, right. reach out right. to a friend. Right. Skype, Zoom. Um, Teams. Teams, yeah. I'm Zoom. I'm I'm just got a pro version of Zoom. That's that thing's awesome. He kind of likes um, it. It's, it's really cool. Maybe that's and why like I haven't it. seen you this week. No, no. I just, okay. but yeah. So that's that's way to gain control. Number three, um, you need to take control of the three P's. Now, what are the three P's? The three P's is the way that our mind will Garden, spiral on this field. Garden peas, field peas, black-eyed peas. Nope. <laughs> Go ahead. Personal. Could somebody create a meme for that <laughs> so that I can. Uh, the three P's. It's personal. So that I can. <laughs> it's personal. It's pervasive. It's permanent. So other words, when I'm not doing okay or Melody's not doing okay, it's because of me. It's all my fault. Um, this is that learned helplessness. Yeah, that's you're right. About. That's right. This is how we'll get out of that. But, but the, the helplessness, I create this narrative of I suck. And then the pervasiveness, I suck at everything. And then the permanent is I suck at everything and I'm going to do so forever. This is never going to change. This is never going to change. And so that's a spiral downward. So I'm going to take control of those three and I'm going to do it by rewriting the narrative because the narrative is how is the filter through which we interpret our, our environment, the things that are going around us. So if, if I am in a bad spot, it causes me to filter everything that Melody does. It starts to get on my very last nerve. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. She's looking at me right now. Um, I was trying not to react. Yeah. Well, so, so take control of those by, by regaining the narrative and rewriting the narrative into what it is you want it to be what do you believe it can be um because you are not helpless in this situation yeah. you are not helpless you have complete control of that narrative you get to define this is what i want it to be so in order to get to that spot i'm gonna 
I'm going to act it out. So if I want a wife that's going to be supportive and um, attentive, I am going to be supportive and attentive of the things that she's needing. So um, step four, this is where I, this is part of the reason I've been in, in a funk is then you have to add structure and accountability. Um, I, I don't like the word accountability. I don't know very many people who do, but we're going to add structure and accountability. Can you tell me what's the best thing you can do for yourself right now? Set your alarm and get out of the bed. Because right now, some of you, you just changed out of your daytime pajamas and you got into your nighttime pajamas. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're, that's, that's kind of been, been the, the, the challenge with this right now. It's almost like the per- perpetual snow day. Yeah, like, it you know, is. You're right. So create some, some schedule and some accountability. Um, Control what you can. Exactly that goes back right. to controlling what you can. Yeah. Um, as it relates to that learned helplessness, there may be some people outside of the home that use your phone. Can you imagine the, doing this without technology? Oh my God. I know. Do it when I was, you know, just a little while ago, (laughs) wasn't that long ago, um, that we didn't have all this technology. So use it, reach out and and, and gain that. Finally. This is kind of our mantra, isn't it? It it is. And with a group of guys that I'm um, so grateful for, number five. Do the next right thing. Let's see if I can get it right there. There you go. Do the next right thing. So what we'll do is I'm going to do take a picture of this fancy art, and I'll put it as a um, mm-hmm. show notes, PDF. Show, yeah, we'll, we'll figure a way to get that on show notes, whether it's here or on um, uh, our um, website, wearetogetherforgood.com. We will not use YouTube. <laughs> uh, so... Those are those are five great steps. Some tangible things that can that help you, can you overcome all of that. So, another thing that I think I want us to implement um, in these unstructured days is wait a second, Terrace, get rid of the snooze button. You need to. Set your, <laughs> I love you, Terrace. Set, Hi, Jerry. Good to see you. Yeah, set your phone. Hey, the, Rachel. Yay, Shirley. Shirley Miller. You need Aww. to um you need to put your your phone on the other side of the room and get your butt up. Terrace, you and I are kindred spirits, bro. We love that snooze button. Yeah. So, um, you were saying it's, it's I'm another sorry. spiritual gift. I was saying that I think something that's going to help us. Um, I practiced it a little bit today, is to look at the day. First of all, I need to do it for myself, for my work. Um, what do I need to accomplish? before this day is mm-hmm. over. I, I typically do that anyway, but especially now we need to do it. But I want to be asking you the questions. What would look like a success for you today mm-hmm. for us? Mm-hmm. Because what I know about you is you always have a list. So most of the time it's, it's right here and it's an expectation and you don't even realize that you haven't had mm-hmm. to share it with me, but you have it and don't share it with me. And I don't meet it. Yep. I don't even know I didn't meet it. And I didn't know that I had an expectation that you didn't meet. Good point. Is All that- of that's running underneath the surface. But when we talk about it and you're like, well, yeah, I do kind of have that. Yeah. And then it diffuses it. It goes back to that vulnerability question. I think and I can say back so to important. you, hey, these things that, that are, that's doable today. Yep. 
ain't no way I'm getting to this. Like I, I've got too much with work or too much at home, mm -hmm. but we talked about it yeah. and then it was clear. Yeah. So, um, five steps to get to some, get away from some learned helplessness. I hope this has been somewhat helpful. Listen, if you do nothing else with your spouse, have, have a check-in kiss. That's a, <laughs> that's a great check-in. That's a great check-in. Um, but, but where are you? How are you? What are you afraid of? What are you excited about? All of the above. How can we take best advantage of this opportunity in this time? Sure. Talk to each other yeah. when we finish this and say, how are we doing? How do you feel like we're doing? You yeah. may not be on the same page. You may both think you're doing great or might not be the same. Our friend Karen same Boucher answer. just Hi, Karen. In. Thanks for joining. You guys are great. Hey, listen, um, we're grateful for you guys. We want to be a help to um, to you during, during a tough time where you're kind of jammed in and you're like, what? I can't get away from her or him. Um, <laughs> it's the her so pronouns. Or him. <laughs> I was actually speaking for you. I was projecting for you. And I would also say that while Together for Good is a marriage podcast, it's a marriage mm -hmm. ministry, mm -hmm. um, it's really applicable to relationships, a lot mm -hmm. of it. Um, so those of you who joined who aren't in matrimony right now, thank you for joining and for your support. And we want to finish up tonight. It's very, very important to us that we pray with you because mm -hmm. we care about your relationships. We care about our relationships. So have those conversations. And one of the ways to do that, and we, we talked about this in one of our very early podcasts is praying together. So, um, we're going to do that with you right now. We're not going to take long, but, but we would like to pray with you. Melody, you, you get us started. I'll do it. God, thank you for this platform where we can be socially together and not distanced. Um, Father, the distance is the plan of the enemy who comes to kill and steal and destroy. And often it is very, very, very covert. I know it was with Dan and me, and we're supposed to be really alert to these things. It took us seven days to realize we weren't doing well. Um, so, Father, help us to all just take a breath and say, of course. And then help us to be honest with ourselves first. Help us to be honest with each other. Help us to be honest with you. Right now, I pray a blessing on every single person who is watching right now. I pray for marriages. I pray for those who are not in marriage, but who very much long to live relationally well in a community. Would you help us to do that? You will. You absolutely will. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for... Um... Thank you for the fact that we don't have to stay in a position of helplessness, that we can take steps. And one of those steps is to define the, what we can control, mm. define what we can't control. Um, and then tuck those that we can't control, tuck them away and focus on the things we can and just do the next right thing. Mm. So help us to do that father in our relationships with our spouse, help us to lean in as opposed to, um, turn around and turn away. Um, that's really difficult, but now's a great opportunity for that. So give us the courage to do that. We love you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. My next right thing is to go get something to eat. What's your next right thing? Well, unknown expectation going unmet. Worth the price of admission. You're a good, <laughs> you're a good man, Dwayne Moore. We hey, Catherine guys. Thrash. I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh, friend. hey, Meredith. That's well. our daughter. Yay. Guys, Yay. we're, we're lonely. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, listen, we're, we'll probably do something like this again. It, this, these are uncharted times. And so how do we, how do we make the best of that? Um, and take advantage of, of developing our relationships while we can. I mean, what a great opportunity if you look at it that way. Absolutely. I'll also say that you guys are a gold mine to us mm-hmm. for so many reasons, but also for personal life experiences. Uh, feel free to give us some stories of, mm-hmm. uh, of anecdotes mm-hmm. of what happens in your world and some ways that we can speak into it. Yep. So until next time, I hope that you guys learn that real and exciting marriage adventure that you always wanted and you never thought you could have. Absolutely. That's what we do. That's who we are. We are together. So this week's show may be over, but the work has just begun. Be sure to check out the great resources and references mentioned in today's show in the show notes at wearetogetherforgood.com slash podcast. It is also super easy to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Hey, if this podcast has been an encouragement to you and your marriage and life journey, please let the people in your world know. Help us spread the word about the Together for Good adventure by following us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. This would go a long way to help get the word out. Don't forget to check out our website, wearetogetherforgood.com, for free resources, archived podcast episodes, and other ways you can experience a life and marriage that is together for good.